Welcome to the Mindset, Magic, and Manifestation Podcast. I'm your host, Michaela from MichaelaJ.com. I'm a manifestation mindset coach and blogger. If you're ready to dive in deep, get real AF about your beliefs, and manifest the life of your dreams, then you're in the right place. I'm dishing out everything you need to go from broke to bougie, first class to world class. If your hashtag life goals involve luxury, travel, and being the boss of your own life, then get ready to embrace your mindset, magic, and manifestation powers. Let's do this. Hello. Hey, hi, how are you? Welcome back to the Mindset, Magic, and Manifestation podcast. It's your girl, Michaela. Happy freaking Tuesday and happy December. How weird. One month left, guys. One month left in the year. One month left to crush your goals. I honestly, I've talked about this before, but it's been a minute since I've mentioned it, that I can't really stand New Year's resolutions. (laughs) Um, My unpopular opinion, they drive me nuts. Now, let me be specific about this. I'm actually going to have a podcast episode coming in a couple of weeks about how to make next year your best year yet and how I'm kind of planning for that and you know, all the juicy details that everybody wants for goal setting when it comes to the new year. I do think it's very, very important to decide what what are your goals for the next year? What do you want out of life for the next year? What do you, What's your vision? What do you want to accomplish? Who do you want to become? What do you want to experience? All of those things. That is so important. How much money do you want to make? What do you want to buy? Where do you want to go? Who do you want to be surrounded by? However, I think New Year's resolutions are just bullshit because how are you going to set like a couple goals? Like how are you going to set a couple resolutions for the whole year? And how are you expecting yourself to stick to those? You're going to get bored of them. Like, honestly, this is my honest opinion. And, you know, you guys may differ and that's okay. But this is my opinion. You're just going to get bored of them. And I know when I reach the end of the month before I set my new goals for the next month, I always am like, okay, I'm ready to wrap up these goals. Like I'm ready to move on to the next. I'm always wanting something new. I'm always chasing something. I love the chase. And so I always like to spice things up. And I think that's where I differ from a lot of people that I am setting goals every single month. I'm not just setting goals for the year and expecting myself to follow through all of them. I'm making goals specific for each month so it's in sizable chunks, if that makes sense. So I'm just not really a fan of the New Year's resolutions thing. Yes, have a vision. Yes, plan goals. Yes, we're going to talk about it in a couple of weeks for sure because that's what everybody is gearing up. And I I definitely plan for 2020. Like I have an income goal. I know what I want to buy. I know what investment properties I want, you know, all of that stuff. But let's just ditch the resolutions situation. Anyways, totally not off topic, but not the topic of the day. Today we're talking, I'm telling the story of my Tesla. And some of you have may have heard this in a live stream. I've shared bits and pieces on my Instagram stories and in posts and on my email list. But my the story of me getting my Tesla was really a story of being told no over and over and over again and being pushed and pushed and pushed when it looked like it wasn't going to happen and choosing to push back and say, it's going to happen anyways. So I want this whole episode to be kind of like a, what do you do when it looks like it's a hell no? What do you do when it looks like the universe is saying, bitch, please, it's not the right time. You can't have it right now. It's not going to happen. When it looks like everything's pushing against you 
and you want to continue pushing back. How to persevere. That's the word I'm looking for. Persevere when it looks like everything is going to shit. That's really what I want today to be about. I'm going to tell you guys the whole story about the millions of different ways that I ran into issues and was told no and kind of what I did anyways and my mindset around all of it. Plus, I'm going to finish off the episode giving you guys tons of tips that really helped me push through and get the Tesla anyways because you guys, I'm sure I've all seen it on my Instagram, my beautiful Tesla the Tesla. So we're going to talk about that today. But before we get started, this week's episode is a secret sponsor. Secret, secret, secret. So if you follow me on Instagram, you know, and if you don't, I'm at the Michaela J. Go follow me right now. I closed the doors for my membership, the Level Up Lux Lounge, for the rest of the year. But I'm going to let you guys sneak in late to the party, fashionably late, with the code PODCAST. So if you guys go to the link in the show notes and you click on that little link and you're getting ready to sign up, put in the code PODCAST for a discount and to slide in late. My monthly membership is where I teach manifestation, I teach mindset, I teach the laws of the universe and how to get what you want by manipulating almost the laws that are already existing around us. We just activate them and use them in our favor. It's a great time. So like I said, the link's going to be in the show notes. Use the code podcast. You're going to get money off. You're going to, I'm going to, um, uh, uh, uh. I can't speak. I'm going to allow you guys to show up fashionably late. It's okay. I get it. Show up fashionably late and you won't regret it because after a while I'm going to close the doors, like actually, actually close the doors. So and I'm only sharing this on podcast. I'm not going to be talking about this anywhere else. So you guys get it exclusive. You're welcome. <laughs> and let's dive into our manifestation mode moment. So I have this really, really weird fashion like hunch. Okay. And I have had this my entire life. If you don't know, I, my whole life was convinced I was going to work in fashion. I was actually, when I started college, I was getting a degree in fashion and I have a minor in fashion, but I was going to go into fashion communications. I wanted to work in social media marketing. And then I wanted to work my way up and become the CEO of like a huge fashion house, like Louis Vuitton or something like that. And I've always had these fashion hunches, like fashion intuition of what is going to be cool next. Like I remember distinctly when I was like in like fifth or sixth grade, I was like, oh my God, you guys like elephant print is going to be so in, like there's going to be elephants on everything, like on printed leggings when those were cool and on shirts and they're going to be cute. And it's going to have a little elephant, maybe say something. And I kid you not like six months later, that's exactly what happened. And I've predicted things like this several times. You could just ask my mom if you ever run into her somewhere. (laughs) But I have a new fashion hunch for you guys. Fringe. Fringe is going to be very much so in is my prediction, okay? And I'm not even seeing this places. I'm just slightly noticing where fringe is popping up in my life, like in TV shows that I watch or in YouTube videos or like randomly when I'm online shopping. It's not a big thing, but it's going to be. And I'm telling you guys, I'm telling you, my best friend's getting married And I was looking at dresses. I'm the maid of honor. So I was looking at dresses for um, obviously the actual wedding and then looking at dresses for the rehearsal dinner. And I found the most gorgeous fringe dress in the exact color that she wants that I'm going to buy for the wedding rehearsal dinner. And I'm just obsessed. It's like tiered fringe. It's very, very cute. I'm not sharing it because it's a secret for the wedding. (laughs) Um, But I'm telling you guys, go 
online and look up fringe dresses and buy one for New Year's Eve. Like you're going to be so ahead of the time. You're going to look like one Gatsby ass bitch. You're going to look fabulous and everybody is going to be shocked and appalled that you are so ahead of the time and that you're being so bold and wearing fringe. Like seriously, take this advice. Take the advice. Okay. Okay. Glad we're on the same page. Last thing before we dive into this story and this whole episode, maybe to manifest it. What a title. Okay, you guys, I have a brand new free training for you. Brand new 90 minute training on taking your desires from maybe to manifested with my signature three step process. This works 100% of the time when you do 100% of the work, I promise you. And I really want you guys to come from come out of this, like, maybe it'll manifest. Maybe I can have it. And I really want you to step into your power knowing this is manifesting. It's already manifested in the quantum. Let's do this shit. It really goes along with the story that I'm talking about today. It's like, I never once thought maybe I'll manifest the Tesla. It was no, I'm manifesting that fucking Tesla. And I want to teach you guys the exact steps of how to do that for every area of your life in this training. It's juicy. You guys, I planned it out like a week or two ago. And holy shit, I think my Word document of right now and everything I want to teach you guys, it's probably like six pages long. It's ridiculous because I know you're a high achiever. I know you're a bougie bitch. I know you have the whole vision for your life planned right in front of you. But a lot of times we're getting stuck in the limiting beliefs in those questions of maybe it'll manifest. Maybe it'll come on time. Maybe I can have it. Maybe I deserve it. And we just want to say fuck all that, work through it and manifest things hence the maybe to manifest it. So I'm leaving the link in the show notes for you guys to sign up for my free training. Remember, this is free, crazy, crazy value. It's gonna be 90 minutes long. It's December 12th. The link's in the show notes. You have to sign up because I'll be sending out an exclusive link to get in. And if you cannot attend live, of course, I'm going to be sending out a replay. So you guys want to be there. Go get signed up immediately. You're going to see me talking about this everywhere. You're going to be want, you're going to want to be a part of the party for sure. And you guys are getting a free workbook from me if you stay throughout the whole training. So you definitely want in on those details. So let's just dive straight into this story. It's interesting. (laughs) It was truly a hot mess in the moment when it was all happening. So I bought a Tesla on a Monday at approximately 5 p.m. <laughs> I had been considering it for like two days prior and I talked to somebody on the phone because I'm leasing my car actually and I needed to talk to somebody about the leasing because the process online didn't really make sense to me and I've never leased a car before let alone bought a new car so I wanted to talk to somebody on the phone. Talk to a woman on the phone and I knew exactly what I wanted. I wanted the Model 3, I wanted black, I wanted black rims, I wanted white interior, And I wanted it to be a 2019. And she was talking to me about the numbers and saying that we would have to custom order it and then they would ship it and it'd be there in like four weeks, whatever. Standard Tesla stuff. And I was like, oh, okay. Well, like, do you guys have any in stock in Kansas City? Because that's like the closest Tesla dealership to me. And she was like, oh, well, let me check. And she said they had one left in Kansas City. That was the exact thing that I wanted. So I was like, okay, hell yeah, send me the link. I am ordering that tonight and got off the phone with her. I think I ate dinner. And then an hour later, I ordered the car. But when you order a Tesla, you pay a down payment to reserve the car of $2,500. So I paid that, reserved the car. Basically, it's in the dealership with my name on it at that point, And then you figure out the rest of the financing. 
And so I found out after that that you can't lease in Nebraska. It's just not something they do. It's only offered in certain states. And I knew I didn't want to buy the car because there's actually a different model that I want and it's not coming out till next year. Um, but I knew I wanted a new car now and I wanted a Tesla. So anyways, that's why I leased instead of buying. Plus it just makes more sense financially. Anyways, um, I found out I couldn't lease in Nebraska. So I had to get creative and my mom actually lives in Kansas and you can lease in Kansas. So I had to go through this whole process of, okay, I'm going to put down my mom's address on the lease application and my mom needs to know that I'm putting that down. And then I had to get how many years my mom had been living there because I had to say I lived there for so many years and it was just this whole thing. Um, Yes. So I applied for the lease and I used the Kansas address and found out a couple of days later that it wasn't looking so good to get approved because I'm young. <laughs> Hi, I'm 21. I've never leased a car in my life. I've never bought a house. I've never gotten like a home loan or an auto loan, nothing like that. And I have credit because from like credit cards, but not a lot. I've only had credit cards for like two years now. So I don't have an extensive credit. And I talked to somebody on the phone. They said that I, it just wasn't looking good. I did get rejected for the lease. And at that point I was like, okay, fuck, what am I going to do? I was like, I already put this money down for that car and I'm getting this fucking car was my mind the whole time. For me, it was always like, how can I make this work? How can I figure this out? What else can I do? Who else can I contact? What what person do I need to sort this out with? You know, who I was just always, how am I going to figure this out? It was never a, oh, well, like, okay, I guess it's just not going to happen. It was, I'm making this shit happen. (laughs) That was my mindset throughout all of it because I was so excited to get a new car. And it was actually a really big leap for me. And I had to work through a lot of mindset stuff because I have a car already. Well, now I have two cars, but I had a car fully paid off and it's fully functioning. It's a fine car, still has like, pretty low miles. Like there's not really any issues with it. I could have kept driving that car and it was really hard for me to justify spending a bunch of money on a new car when I already had one. And it was like, okay, well that means like I'm just buying it just because I want it. And I really had to go through this process of making the new car a necessity for my up leveling, which we'll get into later. But anyway, so didn't get approved for the lease because I didn't have enough credit. They said I either needed an auto loan or a home loan, which neither of which I had. And nobody in my family has a good enough credit to co-sign. So I was kind of fucked at that point. And I have one family member who does. And I asked them, I bit the bullet. This is not somebody I talk to often, bit the bullet, asked, and they told me no. And I remember when they texted me back, I was sitting in the sauna at the gym and I was furious. Like, furious. I think I just like secretly cussed them out in my head. I was so mad and I immediately went into this spiral of like, I don't ask ask for anything. I take care of everything. I'm like successful and young and I've gone through all this stuff without anyone's help and like started to just get really, really mad. And then I took a deep breath. I let myself be mad because it's really important to go through those emotions when they're coming up. You have to give them space in order for them to like come up and out. So I gave myself that space. Luckily, I was in the song. So I sweat those out pretty quick and took a deep breath. And I remember like looking at the floor, just being so fucking angry in the sauna and then just looking up at the wall and literally saying out loud, I was the only one in the sauna, but I literally saying out loud, I'm getting this fucking car. 
I, I literally remember like texting my mom and being like, no matter what, I'm getting this car because I told her this person said no. And I was just telling her about how I was angry. And I was just like, I'm getting this car. Like this is just, it, there's no other option. There's, I, I said this and I say this a million times. There's no way I'm not getting the car. There's no way I was never going to get the car. It was just, it was bound to happen. It was not even a want or a desire. It was a necessity at that point. I made it a necessity, which is a very key thing that you will recognize me repeat a lot throughout this story. So just remember that I made it a necessity. And I even Instagram storied that day. I didn't explain what was going on, but I was sitting in the sauna and I recorded a couple Instagram stories and I was like, even when it looks like it's a no, even when it looks like everything's crashing and burning, even when it looks like no one's there to help you, you have to decide what you are going after and you have to decide that the only answer you will accept is Yes. I made a very fierce Instagram story about it. And I don't know if people could tell I was annoyed or mad because I didn't really tell what was going on, but I was just like, I don't know. I was just so passionate in that moment that I'm getting what I fucking want. And that's that. You have to be willing to not accept anything less than the, than the thing that you desire, than the reality you desire. And now I look at everything in that lens of like, okay, I, if I do, if I purchase this over that, I'm settling just because of the fear of a price. Or if I'm doing this habit instead of that one, I'm settling on the life that I have right now. Like it's always a question of reminding myself, like, what's the lifestyle I'm trying to build? And I'm not settling for anything less than that exact lifestyle. Exactly why in my last solo episode I did, and I talked about visualizing and the Pinterest activity and making like your millionaire billionaire lifestyle so normal. It's like, that's what I'm building. That's what I'm creating. And there's no doubt about it. It's a requirement. That's a necessity. That's what I'm working towards. It's not a maybe like I, like I talked about with the beginning of, for the training, it's not a maybe it's a manifested, it's a manifesting. This is what I'm creating. So the day that that person told me, no, I was very frustrated, angry, and also fueled with determination at that point. If you guys don't know, Capricorns are extremely, extremely motivated and determined, and especially myself, because I've been told no and set up for failure so many times in my life that I will not accept no when it's something that I want. And I remember being talking to people and saying, like, I will pay this whole lease up front if I have to. I will, you know, if I have to go around and get a loan, then I will do it. Like, and after that, after I looked, after it looked like there were no credit options for me, I literally started going to banks and like mess emailing people and being like, how do I get a loan for this car? Like, I want a lease. Like, what are the next steps? And everyone was telling me no. Everyone. And after two weeks of that, or maybe a week or so, I had dinner with my best friend, Caleb, and I was just telling him, I was like, everything is just looking like it's going to shit. I told him about this family member who told me no, and I just looked him in the eye and I was like, I'm going to make this work one way or the other. And he just goes, do you need a co-signer? And I was like, yeah, at this point, but I don't know who it's going to be. And he was like, I'll co-sign for you. And I was like shut the fuck up. I didn't even think about that. Because you know, when you're thinking of like co-signing, you usually think of a family member. And I didn't realize like a friend could co-sign for you. And my friend Caleb is leasing the car he has. So he has an auto loan on his credit. 
And the only thing was when we followed the application, we had to put his address down as my mom's address because he also needed to be in Kansas for the lease to work, which is actually fine because he's lived with me before with my mom. Well, it was in Nebraska, but so we just pretended that we moved to Kansas periodically and it's fine. Nobody tell Tesla, but <laughs> we had, we probably looked like we had the most bizarre application in the world to 21 year olds. He had a loan. I had the money. We both have good credit scores. It was just like a weird situation, but they approved it. <laughs> and I cried when I got the email, I bawled my eyes out. I was so excited when you're submitting this application, you kind of pitch to the bank almost what you want your deposit to be, and then that will calculate the monthly payments. So I was um, pitching to them that I would put an extra couple thousand down, like an extra 3,000 down, I think it was. And then it gave me like my monthly payments. And I was like, okay, this is all great and doable. Submitted it. And they said yes to the application. However, I didn't realize they didn't say yes to my terms until a couple of days later when I was in the Tesla portal and I saw under financing that the bank actually wanted me to pay half of my lease upfront in cash. And I was like, oh, <laughs> okay, LOL. And I basically had to come up with 10K in seven days. Really tested my faith. It really tested my limits. It tested every bone in my body. It was just asking, like, basically the universe was like, do you want it or not? Like, are you serious about all the things you said in that sauna a week and a half ago? And of course I said, yes, I kept saying yes. Every time someone said no, every time one person said no, I said yes in 10 different ways. I said, I'm going to figure it out this way. I'm going to go that way. I'm going to get this resource. I'll figure out that. I will talk to this person. I'll ask these questions. I'll do this research. I said yes, at least in 10 different ways. Every single time I got one no doesn't mean every time you get a no, you need to find out 10 ways to make it right. But that's just basically what I did. Figured out every way. And so I basically tripled my deposit one week before. And I just remember thinking, I'm getting this fucking car. Like, I'm getting this fucking car. And when everything, everyone around you is saying no, you are the only one who can keep saying yes. And because you can't control the people around you. I couldn't control the family member who told me no for co-signing. I can't control the bank and what they want my deposit to be. I can't control that Tesla doesn't lease in Nebraska. But what I can control is my sheer determination to make it happen. The fact that I want the car and the fact that I can keep saying yes and keep finding the resources to make it fucking happen. So when you guys are thinking about this in terms of yourself, what is something you want so badly and so passionately that you are willing to go to the edges of earth to make happen? Because that's how willing I was. I was like, I'll do anything. I'll talk to anybody. Like the family member I asked is not somebody I talked to and it's not somebody I wanted to ask for their help, but I did it anyways. I was just so willing to do whatever it takes to get the car. I just remember thinking like, I'm getting this fucking car. And if you want it badly enough, you're going to find a way. You will always find a way to make the things that you want happen, happen every single time. And so I ended up getting the money. I had this whole process of how I called in the 10K in seven days. And I actually um, taught that exact process inside of my membership. They literally have a little challenge called 10 or seven days to 10K. Um, so if you guys join the membership, that's in there. So that's top secret stuff. Um, so anyways, I got the money for it and I picked up the car and it was the most surreal thing ever. And one thing that I really, really, really want you guys to take away from this, other than continuing to say yes, is that like 
you will always figure out how to cover your necessities. You will always pay your bills. You will always eat. You will always do the things that feel necessary to you. For me, I will always find a way to work out, whether I'm in at home, whether I'm in a different country, whether I'm in a different state, city, I will always find a way to work out, move my body. I will always find a way to find vegan food because that's a necessity to me because I'm vegan. I will always find a way to pay all of my bills. And for me, I made the car a necessity. So I found out a way to pay for that necessity. It became this bill that I was taking on. And it's the same thing when it comes to travel. Everybody always asks me, like, how do you travel so much? How do you afford it? And I, all I can really say is, like, I just make it a priority and then you just figure it out. And a lot of people say this about successful people and wealthy people is they're just always willing to figure it out. I think it's Marie Forleo who says everything is figure outable. And it's so true. We have so many resources. But anyways, I want to give you guys some tips for what you can do when it really feels like shit's not working out. Like when you are hitting every single wall, when you are encountering every single no, um, these are my tips. Actually, that I forgot one part of the story. Uh, when I applied with the co-signer, aka my friend Caleb, we got accepted and then they asked for bills. They were like, we need a bill with your name and the address on it. But I wasn't actively living with my mom because obviously I live in my college town, had no bills. And they were like, okay, well, like, do you have a cell phone bill there? Do you have a bank there? I had nothing. And they literally said, if you can't show proof that you live there, we can't give you this lease. And so I had to go to my bank the same day they needed this paper. I went to my bank and I was like, can you switch the address and print me out a bank statement today right now? Um, and luckily they could. And there were absolutely no issues whatsoever. It worked out perfectly. And that just comes from sheer faith and trust and decision. So anyways, so here are my tips. If there's like something you want to manifest and it's really looking like a no in every single way possible, I stuck to my daily rituals like a mofo, like those bitches owned me. (laughs) Um, I was journaling every single day. I was journaling on different prompts, which I teach in the membership under the little seven day challenge, but I was journaling constantly, like removing the fears, removing the limiting beliefs. That's something I'm very, very good at, which I love teaching my clients is just get the fucking limiting beliefs out of the way because those will keep you stuck forever. So clear them, move past them. And I did that every single day. I journaled on my deservingness. I journaled on worthiness. I journaled through old things that told me I couldn't have it, like all the things. Just getting in the journal, reaffirming every single day you are getting the thing that you want. I was visualizing to the point of tears, actual tears. I will never forget this day. It was the day before the money came in. I was sitting on my bed, looking out my window, just staring at the sky because sometimes when I feel like I'm too in my head, I just start to look at the sky and observe. And I just had this overwhelming gratitude, like wave through my body of like, I don't know where the money's coming from. I don't know how it's going to happen. I don't know how I'm going to get this car, but I just know that I'm going to. And I was so overwhelmed by that feeling that it brought me to tears. So it was just like soul certainty from visualizing receiving the car. And like I visualized every night before I went to bed, like signing the paperwork, being in the dealership, like being handed the key, which I don't have a key actually. So, but I had no idea. Um, 
and sitting in my car for the first time and learning how to open the fucking door because there are no handles. Like I visualized it every night and I would literally cry of happiness so much so that I didn't even cry when I picked up the car. Like I got a little teary eyed at one point, but I didn't cry because I was all cried out from visualizing the week before. So it's like visualizing that last step. Like what's the, what's the last thing you're going to see when you're receiving the thing? For me, the last step I knew was signing the paper in Kansas City and sitting in the car. And that's how I would know it was mine. So that's what I want you guys to focus on visualizing. And every day, like deciding it's done. Like I told myself a million times, today is a day of completion. Today is a day of completion. I would tell myself that over and over and over again. Anytime I felt felt an inch of doubt, honestly, and just reminding myself that all I'm, I'm not accepting anything less than this car. It's going to happen. I'm going to figure it out somehow. And that's kind of been my like lifelong motto. A lot of people struggle with decision and really fully wholeheartedly committing to things. And for me, it's just been a practice. Like when I was in high school, I didn't really have a lot of resources like readily available. So I had to go out and find them. I had to figure them out. I remember thinking when I was applying for scholarships to get my college paid for being like, I don't know exactly how this whole process works, but I'm going to figure it out. I'm going to figure out how I can make sure these are that I'm going to get a refund check. I can figure out how I can, you know, maximize the scholarship money in the best way possible. I'm going to figure out how I can write the most efficient essay. I was always like deciding it was done and figuring out how, like figuring out the parts that I needed to do to get it done. So it's like the how that is in your hands what are like the steps you can take. One thing I did really well throughout this process was remaining calm. I remember it was like the day before I was talking to people and I remember my mom telling me like, I can't wait to get the phone call from you saying that you got the money, that it's all done, taken care of. And some people were nervous for me because it's last minute. Some people were like, how's this going to happen? And for me, I just remained calm throughout all of it because I decided it was done. I knew I would be able to figure it out one way or another. And I just decided it was fucking done every day. So I could stay calm because I knew the universe had my back because I'm super grounded in my magic and what I believe in. So I knew it was done. And just allowing that calm energy to come through, even when it looks like you should be frantic and panicked and all over the place, <laughs> remaining calm anyways. And the main thing that helped me with that would be like affirmations. So saying like, I'm so excited to sit in my car. I'm so grateful that I can buy this car. I'm so grateful for this universe where everything is unlimited and available, like readily available at my disposal. I'm so grateful that today is a day of closure. Today is a day of completion. Just telling myself all of these affirmations. And one huge thing that actually really helped me in this book that I read, and I honestly cannot remember the title of it, but it was the idea of like handing off the struggle to the universe. So in this book, I'm going to have to look it up and figure out which one it is, but um, they have this practice where you say, I, oh, what is it? It's like I hand off the struggle or the lack to the universe so that I am blank. And so I would write down like, I hand off the struggle of lack and fear and doubt onto the universe so I am peaceful, so I am happy, so I am abundant. And so I was just constantly, oh, you see, I cast it. I cast the lack onto the universe so that I am free in that way. It's like I cast 
a blank upon the universe. So I am blank. And you just decide if you're feeling fearful, you would say, I'm ca- I cast fear onto the universe. So I am happy. So I am confident. So I'm free. And I did that over and over and over again. I'd write it so many times in my journal and it's so effective. I would just say like I cast off the fear of lack and I would just affirm what I was. Like I am abundance. I am free. I I am completion. Like we are a full complete person. So I am completion. And that, so this is another way to do affirmations and just really handing it off to the universe. When you write it down, when you say it out loud, you feel like you just feel physically lighter. You feel like you're actually energetically handing off this struggle or this heavy weight or this burden. And it makes everything just so much easier. The last thing I would say that when you, when it, when there's something you want and it looks like everything is telling you no, you need to start doing things that you feel resistance around to show how serious you are. If there is something you know you could be doing that could help you, but you're just feeling resistant, ask yourself why you're being resistant and then go do the thing anyways. So for this, in my example, it's for the family member I asked to be a co-signer. Like I said, I don't talk to this person often. I don't, I'm not particularly fond of this person either. And I really, really did not want to ask for help. But I knew like, if this is a potential resource, if this is something that can help me figure all of this out, then I want to show the universe that I'm willing to do whatever it fucking takes to get the thing that I ask for. And I talked about this in a couple solo episodes back, just like being willing to put it on the line. Like for me, it was really putting my ego and pride on the line and like dropping that so I could ask for help. And it's like, I didn't want to do it, but I knew if that could even get me an inch closer... I was going to do it because I wanted the universe to know I was serious. And it was actually my mom who suggested I ask this person at first. I shut that shit down immediately. I was like, hell no, absolutely fucking not. And I think it was like 24 hours later. I was like, I'm just going to bite the bullet and do it anyways, because if this could get me closer, I'm going to fucking do it. If this is one of the, if this is the how, if this is what the universe decides the how is going to be, then that's just what it's going to, that's just what it's going to be. So even the things you don't want to do because of your ego, because of your pride, break those walls down, show the universe you're serious to do literally whatever it's, whatever it's going to take to get the thing that you want. And for me, it was like, I was willing to do anything it took because I knew that that was a new necessity. It was a necessity for me to get a new car. And the whole reason why I got one is because I wasn't feeling elevated in the other car that I have. And the, my other car is a Ford Fusion and it's a lovely, lovely car. Her name is Lola. She's stuck with me for a lot. And she it's still a cute car, black interior, nice touch screen, radio, all the nice things. But I just didn't feel elevated, just didn't match who I was becoming in my next level self. And so I knew for me, I was like, this is a necessity. This is a part of my elevation process and I'm going to make this fucking happen. I'm going to do whatever it takes to make it happen. So those are my tips for when you are manifesting something and it just really feels like it's not going to happen. So let's go over those really, really quick one more time. Journaling daily, visualizing daily, reaffirming your faith, deciding it's done, remaining calm, saying your affirmations, handing off, casting your burdens or your struggles onto the universe and doing everything fucking possible to show the universe that you are so serious as well as continuing to say yes over and over and over again when everyone is saying no and make it a necessity. 
make it a fucking necessity. And I know people are going to ask, like, how do you make it a necessity? And it's like, you just decide that that is a necessity for your life. A lot of people look at the things that I have, like designer shoes or designer bags, and they're like, oh, well, like, that's not necessary. And I'm like, well, for me, it is because I have a rule in my life now that I only carry designer bags. So that makes it a necessity for me to own or design own designer bags because that's what makes me feel elevated. You make these decisions and create these necessities based on how you're feeling. For me, I want to always feel bougie, okay? Well, bougie is just the feeling that I decide, and then what else helps me feel bougie or more bougie? Okay, well, nice bags, having my makeup done, cute outfit, nice-ass car, like, and so that becomes your new standard, your new necessity. So I hope that makes sense. I would love to know what you guys are manifesting right now that you are just obsessed with in a good way, not like a crazy strangling the universe obsessed way, what you feel like you're being told no to, and how are you going to start saying yes? I want you guys to take a screenshot of this, post on your IG story. Let me know what you're manifesting. Let me know what you are saying yes to and deciding on over and over and over again. And thanks for tuning in. Also, don't forget, sign up for the Maybe to Manifested training. It's my free training happening December 12th. Um, Like I said, if you guys can't attend live, there's going to be a replay sent out, and the link to sign up for that is in the show notes. Okay, that is all I have for you guys. I will talk to you next week. Bye. Thanks for diving in and getting your daily dose of personal development with the Mindset, Magic, and Manifestation podcast. If you loved this episode, leave a rate and review on iTunes. For notes, details, and more information, check out MichaelaJ.com. See you next week.